Welcome everybody back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. I am here back with Aiden and today we're going to be talking about the wide receiver room a little bit. Now obviously Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, that kind of stuff and a defense that struggled at the end of the Packers game. You know that's been on the forefront for a lot of people but Debo Samuel's season um, I think a lot of 49 fans are frustrated right now and it's kind of getting put on almost like the back burner right now but Debo Samuel has taken a huge jump this year so I want to talk about him. Also another guy, Brandon Ayuk, everyone was just freaking out a little bit ago, and now that seems to kind of have figured itself out. I was hoping that that was the case. Turns out that hamstring injury was really the, you know, the reason that we didn't see him much in the Lions game. We saw him last week, um, not in the Packers game, but in the Eagles game. He was running routes, only got targeted twice, but then you go into this Packers game and he puts up a num- some numbers and has a big catch. Four catches, 37 yards, and a touchdown. Not as much as I think that we're expecting out of Brandon Ayuk, but having that touchdown catch, seeing that the targets are going to him in important spots, I think that's the important part. Also, other thing to bring up to Brand- about Brandon Ayuk, he was targeted total of, what, three or four times in the end zone. So he might be that red zone guy for them because he ran the little slant on like that RPO play. First one, Jimmy threw it really early. Second one, he gets tipped and he doesn't complete the pass. But you're going through that. It's the targets that matter moving forward. And I think that's what we'll see from Brandon Ayuk. But want to get into Depot a little bit. This dude has become a fantastic possession receiver. We are seeing him, you know, get drilled across the middle. Um, the catch in the in the fourth quarter where Jair Alexander's hand is in between his and he comes up with that. I have no idea how he made that catch. That was absolutely incredible. This guy is absolutely balling right now. And, you know, it needs to be talked about, I think, a little bit more than it has been. Through three games, Debo has 20 catches for 334 yards and a touchdown. That's over 16 yards a catch. Like, he is playing phenomenal right now. Um, body yards after the catch as well. You see how much he's targeted around, you know, the intermediate to, you know, pretty much the line of scrimmage. That little area right there, he's just carving it up. Jimmy Garoppolo is not forcing the ball outside or, you know, deep down the field at all. And, and Debo Samuel is still able to succeed a ton. At this point, like, I didn't think he was going to, you know, become this great possession receiver that we're seeing him become right now. Like, he looks incredible right now. Um, not to mention, a whole other part of his game is getting downfield and burning, guys. Like, he can move. He's really good when re- he reaches the second level, and we haven't really seen the offense do that. So this is a guy that even has potential to kind of flash those skills as well. But he's looking very, very complete right now where – it kind of seemed like maybe he's going to be this gadget guy. No, he's going to be a super, super important part of this offense. So 49ers have two absolute studs right now, in Debo Samuel, and one who's still budding and you know in the process of it, but I still have a ton of faith in Brandon Ayuk. But Aiden, what are your thoughts on these two guys? Are you feeling as confident as I am about this receiving room now? Yeah, I feel awesome about these guys. Um, I think that they both do different things. And I think that a guy that we that you didn't even mention, the guy like Trent Sherfield, who didn't play a lot in that Packers game, but caught a touchdown in that Lions game. He's another young guy. He's only 25. Say Jalen Hurd manages to figure out the injury stuff. He's young. Um, I think that that the future of this Niners offense is super duper bright. And that starts with the receivers. Uh, we saw how much success Kyle can have with an upper tier receiver with with Julio Jones when he was in Atlanta. Um, I don't really, I mean, that's that's such a lofty goal for any of of these receivers to to, to get to. But both you and I think that Ayuk could be Devonte Adams light. 
um, probably as his best case. And Debo, I don't think that there's a player like him in in, in the entire league. Sort of A.J. Brownish, but even better after the catch, I would say, because he's so much quicker. Um, so I think that it, it, it gives Kyle weapons, and Debo might be playing himself into a long-term role onto this team. Um, we both thought going into this year that probably wasn't going to get a second contract from the Niners, can't stay healthy, had never broken a 1,000 yards, but he's been a top-five receiver in, in, in the league this year. Um, and is as, as long as he continues to show out, I'm super excited. And once they have a competent quarterback, I think we're, we're both a little bit on the, on the Jimmy G hate train right now. Um, super excited to see what, what they can do. Dude, Devo has almost got his head taken off across the middle, like five times. I, I feel for the guy. Cause I mean, you bring up the quarterback play. There have been three completions. I believe was there four completions like outside that like really close area in the field and in the middle of the field as well. Like if it's not in between the tackle boxes or like five yards down the field, like nothing's been thrown over there. That's been completed hardly. Um, So you look at Debo, he's still balling out. It's really, really impressive. Um, Like you said, his yards after the catch are, he's so good in the second level. I I think a lot of it is that he is that big where when he gets into like, one-on-ones where it's like all right db's got to take him down they really struggle to like way more than most receivers now he might not create this like crazy separation but if you throw him the ball in an area where he needs to make a catch like a tough contested catch he is proving like he to me he has proven that early on this year i know it's only been three games but it's something that he hadn't really flashed as much as he has early on this year than he had in the past like any ball that's to him, he comes away with. It feels like he doesn't get anything knocked away. He's, I mean, he's really big, so he almost like boxes guys out. But he looks amazing across the middle. So I've absolutely loved that. It's been, it's not, and I like you said, like I didn't think he was going to get a second contract either. I didn't really, or I mean, didn't think it was like completely out of like was like not going to happen. But it seemed more unlikely that it would happen, like that he would do that. And I think we both thought, I think a lot of people kind of expected Brian Ayuk to be that number one. I still think that could happen. But even if it does, we're seeing what Debo looks like when he gets the type of targets that for a number one. So it's almost like you have two number one guys up there, potentially, if Brian Ayuk can become that guy. Um, but man, Debo has been so impressive. Uh, th- over 300 yards, to th- and I guess it's only three games, so it's like, okay, it's early on. But it's more about how he's looked. And like, when he makes his big catches... And also, like in some other marquee matchups, like especially as a rookie, he would have huge games in those in like the biggest games of the year. And then you look at last year. To me, the best game of the season all year long was the, the when the 49ers played the Rams, and it was because Debo had 13 catches. So, I am I'm very very impressed right now with Debo Samuel. But anything else want you want to add on him or or maybe Brandon I you kind of finally flashing like okay yeah he's that guy again yeah I think the 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 key for for Debo is gonna be the the same that it was last year he needs to stay healthy I think he I think the the Niners wanted him to lose a little bit of weight last year he looks quicker he looks really good um but the key for him because he's so hard to bring down after the catch Kittle goes through the same thing. They're gonna get dinged up. He's probably gonna miss one or two games, but if like Ayuk really needs to to turn it up, but if they're somehow able to get two thousand yard receivers, 
that is huge for the future of, of this offense going forward. Um, especially because the name that we haven't, that nobody's brought up as part of the biggest part of, of this 49ers offense is, is George Kittle. And he's involved in the passing game. Kyle Juszczyk is involved in the passing game. So if these two guys are able to get theirs um, in a season where your quarterback limits what you can do a little bit, you have the best guys um, at, at their position at tight end and, and fullback, that's really, really impressive and makes me super excited going forward. I completely agree. It's kind of the the 49ers weapons, like they're going to be able to grow with Trey Lance too, which is really special, I think. Um, he's going to have three guys. And I, and I do think that Bernard Ayuk is that guy. I know it's three weeks in the year and he hasn't really done that much, but I do think he's going to be that guy. And you have him, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle. Maybe those names outside of Kittle, of course, aren't like super crazy right now, but that could be one of the best like top three passing options in the game. It really could because most of these teams that have like two really, really good players at either like a tight end or a, like a lot of times, like look at the Chiefs, Kelsey, Hill, and it's like, all right, and then we slow down a lot. If you have three guys, that is so difficult for the defense. You can't go and like, all right, guys, we're going to go try to shut down Debo today. All right, then you're going to get carved up by you can Kittle. Like you can't really like focus everything on one guy and go and double a guy. Now, sometimes even if you go and double a guy, like Devontae Adams, you still can't really do anything on him. And we saw that with the 49ers. But even if you don't have some crazy dominant receiver like a Devontae Adams where he just gets open no matter where he is, you still have three guys that are top-end guys. And very, very few teams can say that. So makes the offense, especially with this offensive line and run game. I know the run game hasn't showed up yet, but I think when, once Trey Lance takes over at will, he's going to be in such a good spot when he gets to take over. So these two guys... Um, mostly Debo Samuel this year. Debo's like completely shocked me. And it's not like I think that Debo's a bad player. I love Debo Samuel. But like the jump that he's taken is so massive. And it it really seems like it's forgotten about because the offense has struggled. But like imagine if he wasn't there right now. They would be in a very, very tough spot. So got to give Debo Samuel all the credit that he deserves because he's looked great so far. But I think it's going to do it for today's episode. Tomorrow, me and Aiden are going to come out. We're going to have a Seahawks 49ers preview for you guys. Um, talk about that game. Two teams that uh, I think both the fan bases were kind of itching to get to this game and both coming off really like tough losses. So it's going to be interesting how, how everyone feels about that one. But thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you very soon.